Welcome to the Holistic Hose Podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Summer. We're longtime best friends, soul sisters, and self-proclaimed twin flames. Throughout the years, we've navigated spirituality, radical independence, dating, global travel, and bettering ourselves. We're so excited to share our lives with you as we continue along this journey with some of our favorite rituals we picked up along the way. Of course, we wouldn't be who we are today without who we've been in the past. So we will be sharing plenty of hilarious stories from the past that have helped shape us. Come along as we reclaim what it means to be holistic hoes. <laughs> Welcome to our first podcast. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited. <laughs> and to be honest, we're winging our first episode. We're just going to yeah, see Yeah, but what we happens. wing everything. I know. It's how we do things best. So that's why we decided to do it this way. So we thought that we would start with an intention for today's episode. And then Summer is going to pull some cards and we'll talk more about that then. So yeah. let's talk about our intention. I obviously like a big intention is to figure out what this podcast is going to be about. Definitely. (laughs) So like, (laughs) I think talking through that (laughs) is important. Um, but it's a good place to start. Yeah. And I think like on top of that, like connection, because you and I have a really great connection and like I love our relationship and so I think just like sharing and expanding our connection is a really great intention yeah share the love right that's share the love anything else um I think you kind of nailed it with the whole just like connectivity because that's going to be a good way for us to start and kind of go off of what that means to us and what we take from it um and yeah definitely setting the intention for the entire podcast I think is where we need to start yeah like setting the intention to set the intention to set the intention (laughs) to set the intention exactly so really just like connection sharing the love and like being present with each other during all of this perfect yeah Yeah, being present that's definitely something I just want to work on this year in general that was Mm -hmm. one of my like um, what do you call them? I don't like, I don't like what are like New Year's resolution. I don't like to call them that, Yeah, but that was definitely just like a personal growth goal. I kind of wanted to set for myself this year. So I love that. I stopped setting new year's resolutions a couple years ago, but I set birthday resolutions. Oh, but I, I do it in the way where, so at first, like the first couple of years that I did it in like my low to mid twenties, I would do like, oh, I want to learn. I want to like force myself to like seafood or I want to read every (laughs) night before bed. No, I mean, that all worked. I like seafood now. Force yourself to like seafood? Yeah, like you eat it enough and you're going to like it eventually. And I do, I like fish and everything now. Um, But then it's more so like (laughs) moved into like a word. So then it was like, (laughs) stop. (laughs) It did. I believe you. (laughs) Mind over matter for sure. You and I were literally eating crawfish two weeks ago together. And it was so good. So good. So good. Yeah, Except I had it at like, the pool today again. I was like, Ugh. I feel like I like opened that door for you. Definitely. Because didn't you get it a couple Love days it. later too? Yes. I had had it for the first time. Like, honestly, not like that. Not the way we did it. So, <laughs> but yeah, on Easter, we had it as well. Oh, that's so fun. Easter crawfish brunch. <laughs> Boil. Like, I don't even know. It's you delicious, live though. in the South. Uh, 
the South. All right, set the intention. <laughs> Let's get this car. <laughs> it is like an, an angel ancestor animal um, deck. So, okay, so Summer's gonna pull the card for us from her deck. Yeah. Let's and see what happens. Interesting. It's the shapeshifter. Show it to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a wolf and like a falcon, it looks like. Oh, wow. And a guy that's like half tiger. Transform and unveil your gifts. <gasps> wow. So that's what the card says. It's got a full moon in the background and an eclipse at work. And there's like a snake. It's eclipse season. See what it says. Oh, it is eclipse season. Yeah, we just had an eclipse, and then on the fifteenth, we're gonna have another eclipse in Scorpio. I think the eclipse we just had was in Taurus, or maybe it was in Pisces. What? Scorpios just stress me out. Oh, Pisces stress me out. Fair. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) I thought you were gonna read the thing. Oh, I am. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Message. Take your time and focus on developing your gifts and strengths. It's, um, it says about in shamanic traditions, a shapeshifter is either an animal that has the capacity to change between species or a shaman who has the capacity to transform into an animal to go journeying. Is that right? Journeying? Journeying. If there is a wild animal you are particularly drawn to or fascinated by, it's probably because you can transform into one in your meditation mm-hmm. or journeying practice to go exploring in other worlds. When you shift into an animal form, you can see the world through different eyes and tap into the animal's survival skills to help you um, through a particular situation. And then it says, when this card arrives, there's also an opportunity for you to tap into the power of your spirit animal. Know if you're seeing a particular animal regularly because it's medicine coming to you. Do you have a spirit animal? I don't know. I mean, I know that totem, I've been told one of my totem animals is a lynx. A lynx? What is that? Mm-hmm. It's like a cat. The ones that has the real pointy ears on top, like the little like like other you know the cat about? version <laughs> of a Doberman. It's kind of like a bobcat, but like or lynx. You could call them both. Feisty. I feel like that's like the feminine lion. Obviously, it's not because there's like the lioness, but you know, like because you're a Leo. Like, yeah, I feel no, like that makes sense. That like feisty, like I don't know, Fire. Just, yeah. Play-Doh. Yeah. I mean, the sun is our sign. So, right. And like quick wit too. I feel like just like fast, like go, go. Like a pounce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat, you know, that's what we do with it. I'm fine with it. Let's see if it says anything else. You're moving beyond your past challenges and honing your current strengths. There are opportunities for you to discover and rediscover the gifts and talents that you were born with and born to share. All of your past experiences have only helped you to see how strong you are. You're an amazing soul. Um, You have many talents you'll share in your lifetime. You're guided to stay focused on the light, knowing that it will guide you forward. Okay. This does feel like really aligned because think about like our texts that we were sending when we were talking about starting this, like true, we were just talking about how we wanted to like share with the world and like share ourselves and like our relationship and like the things that we like and everything like that. I keep saying relationship, like we're dating, but I I don't know how it's like a twin flame kind of thing, you know, like a soul sister kind of thing. That's how it was. Like when we met, it was that's like, what twin flames are too. Yeah. When they meet, it's like, <laughs> there's. we were literally obsessed with each other. Like I remember I, so, okay. So we should explain how we met. 
Oh yeah, I guess so. It's so our, our, our love story. <laughs> our love <laughs> story. Like, all right, children. Okay. Sit on <laughs> down, kids. <laughs> so Summer and I went to Kent State University in Ohio. And so some, for what? Go flashes. Oh yeah, whatever flashes. <laughs> Go flashes. <laughs> no one ever answered my question ever the whole time I was there as to what is a flash. I think it's a falcon or a hawk looking type of guy. It didn't have wings, did it? Wait, isn't a golden flash like an actual bird? I think it's a bird. That's a real animal. I thought it was made up this whole time. We should Google it. Okay. (laughs) But I think it is. I could be making it up. Wait, I have to see right now. It's, I'm going to yeah, Google yeah. golden flash. And the only thing that, that's going to come up is Penn State University. <laughs> it's going to be like lightning. Yeah. It's going to be like lightning bolts, <laughs> flash camera. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing that comes up, Kent State golden flash. Oh, wait, he does have like a, a bird peak beak. Yeah. I typed golden flash. The golden flashes are the athletic team that represents Kent State University. Is the golden mm-hmm. flash a bird? Flash, comma, a golden eagle is the mascot for the golden <laughs> flash. <laughs> No, they made it up. It's not real. Oh, okay. It's an adaptation of... Of, Oh, what kind of bird is the Kent State Flash? 2008, a new live golden flash makes its debut debut as Kent State's official mascot. Yeah, no. Still doesn't answer the question. They just be dodging (laughs) it. They're like, we don't know either. We can't tell anybody (laughs) because we just made it up. Sounds like a, a Kent thing for sure. Oh, a thousand Kent, percent. Kent right? Kent know what our mascot <laughs> is. Kent, Kent, Kent right? Kent know anything. Kent State. <laughs> Go Flash. Uh, yes. So I was a year ahead of summer in school. And what was it called? It wasn't the, it wasn't Blast Off, but it was like the thing before Blast Off. Is, what is it? The welcome, like. Well, the welcome thing is Blast Off where it's like, there's all the clubs that go, all the sororities and fraternities. Yeah. But then there was like the thing before it. Cause we met on the lawn and blast off was always like at the track field until the next year when it was in the student center. I mean, I guess it, it's, not I remembered really it being at the, the student center for some reason. I don't oh, know well, it was behind the student center on that field outside of East way where we got it. Yeah. You see it out. Yes. In my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it was yeah in between it was kind of a part of the student center it was just behind it but bid day was on the like in student center on the front it exactly on the other side on the other side so there was we had events um when you're in a sorority our recruitment was in the fall so you like have events leading up to it right Mm -hmm. and you go to these events and potential new members pnms would come and you would get to know them and like as someone who's recruiting you make a list usually in your phone of like people that you really liked so that when recruitment comes along you can make sure that you talk to them or your friend talks to them so that you can get them in your sorority if you really want them we're at this pre-blast off what oh it's (laughs) It's so creepy creepy. (laughs) no it's literally so creepy like when I think about the way like we're about to go through every detail of how we met and like it's weird because it is very we met each other obsessed you were with your roommate who was like scary scary were you roommates with her the entire year freshman year um I think we like kind of had to be unless she left for some reason I feel like she left (laughs) 
You literally don't even know. I literally don't know. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, just, I, I can yeah. picture what she looks like. But anyway, Summer and her roommate walked over to the Delta Gamma table. And I started talking to Summer. And her and I just instantly, like, could have sat down on the grass and just, like, laid next to each other and talked all day. Like, yes. obsessed with each other. So I think easy. you were over there for, like, a while. Like, we were just chatting for a while. Yeah, it was like, duh. Where else am I going to go? No, exactly. Obviously. <laughs> um, you found your home. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a done deal. It like, literally was. Yeah, the second was we met, no... it was like, okay. I write in my phone and I distinctly remember the note because I found it again years later. I have like probably like 15 girls listed and you're at the top with five asterisk stars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, summer, star, 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 star. And That's- so- obsessed and then I don't even remember if we saw each other at blast off or not but then like I wouldn't say I like dirty recruited you like I was very no we we were we were both consenting you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we both said yes a verbal yes and that wasn't dirty recruiting dirty recruiting was pulling people in and asking how much their dad's money true true which did happen not in our sorority though yeah So Summer and I were obsessed and I like only let me talk to her every round. Yeah. (laughs) No, we would just like run into each other. We would run to each other at like on campus. It was like a massive campus, but I would like go hang out by Summer's dorm so that we would run into each other. Well, you lived right behind me. I know I did. did. (laughs) So we would just, it happened. Yeah. We were so close to each other. And we were like on the same side too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would like see each other because I would go into Eastway to eat and all that stuff. And then we went through recruitment. And I think like I did let like Claudia talk to you. and Because you wanted me at the last round, Pref. Oh, right? yeah. Because that is was that like the, the final most one? important. Yeah. Because yeah. Pref round is like the round that you decide where you want to go. Mm-hmm. But it's did you, whole... who else did you talk to? Like Claudia, McKenna? Uh, I feel like the first round I talked to like eight people. Cause that's, oh, that was that the was, goal. You needed as yeah. many as you could get to yeah, vote yeah, yeah. for her. I, so it, you, yeah. someone grabbed me and was like, meet everybody in this place. Yeah. And like, I saw you and like waved at you. Like we already were like, oh, it's, but like you had that hot pink. Yeah. Right? It was hot, hot pink. pink. It was. Yeah. yeah. It was so bright. It was. But I remember you were like walking out and I think I came over to hug you because I like dropped yes. my girl off at the door and then I came back to like hug you. Yeah. Right like, before oh we, God. I walked out, you're like, I just want to say hi. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's you, what it Cause it was, it looks, we obviously don't know that you guys match that yeah. we match up mm-hmm. afterwards, you know, you find out, but yeah. when you're going into recruitment for the first time and everybody's coming in, in single file lines, you think it's just random. No, it's yeah. not we're it's literally not. placed in line. Yeah. I, you and I both, cause we're good recruiters. We were like placed yeah. strategically. So anyway, okay. then summer becomes a Delta gamma and we're obsessed and we're not really like supposed to like go out with the new mems or anything like before they're initiated. And you're also not supposed to be like, Oh my God, be my little, be my big. We broke all of those rules. <laughs> She's sad. Fuck it. <laughs> what? I literally no. Do you I mean, remember? yeah, we broke every rule. Whatever. One of the first times that we hung out, we smoked hookah in my dorm room. <laughs> we were just breaking sorority rules. We were breaking all the rules. All of the rules. That was, was one of the first. We just times. loved hookah. I was yeah. such a hoe for hookah in college. 
Do you remember that hookah bar in downtown? Uh, yeah, the one that let you blow bubbles. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, we didn't yeah. have one of those in Southern Indiana. Okay. Oh my God, so funny. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, what was it like Dragonfly or something? Yep, Dragonfly. Dragonfly. And it was cool because like I was 17 when I went to college. I was Same. so young and I it couldn't really do anything else. And I turned 18 like a month or two after. So it was like a cool thing to go do without having to like smuggle. Yeah. I definitely freshman year spent a lot of time in the hookah bar. Yeah. Cause I didn't know anyone either besides my roommate. Who was, yeah, we already alluded to that. Yeah. Um, I was definitely (laughs) just doing what I could. Yeah. For sure. Make friends. (laughs) And then we would like text each other about what frat houses we were going to, (laughs) but like we just run into each other quote finger quotes you know, this happened to run into each other. Cause that was the thing. That was the rule. Like if yeah. you guys went into each other, it's fine, mm-hmm. but you're not allowed to like purposely meet up. Right. Exactly. So we would just delete our text messages. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> we'll just do both. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. And then I had to meet everybody, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And then I forced you to become my little, yeah. I don't think it was forced. Like I, I said, we was. were both consenting. No, but, but I, I mean, it was hard because I felt bad for you have to put like five names down. And obviously mm-hmm. everybody was obsessed with you. Everybody was obsessed with me. So <laughs> we just have that vibe. I mean, we could have, but it's not like we were going to suicide. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You have to, like you, you have to like, put down five people. Yeah. And you're the whole thing was like, you're supposed to be you know, joining the sisterhood, like making more, fr- it's supposed to be a community of thing. And me and you were just like, mm. But I'm pretty sure you put down all of my friends that became your friends as like everyone yeah. else, because you were like, okay, if I can't have her, then I'm going to have one of her friends. I'm going to be in the crew either way. I mean, seamlessly. It was like, yeah. you literally, but it was nice. That's how my friends us. were too. We all yeah. just kind of like that's just together. Happens. So that's how Summer and I met. We just instantly became obsessed with each other. And it was like legit that twin flame connection and the rest is history which we will, yeah. we will cover the history for sure. It's an ongoing adventure. It really is. Twilight Zone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We're all over the place, but in the best way. And I think that's why we get along so well, because we're both just like, so frolicky and free spirits that we just always find our Definitely. way back to each other. Definitely. Without and like ourselves. And I feel like that's just, we're always on these like one woman adventures to mm-hmm. just discover what else we can. And I just feel like that's what life's all about, like constantly growing and like exploring and seeing yes. who else you can become. We I like was, both thrive and change, I think. A thousand percent. And it's so just interesting. Rare. Yeah. I was just going to say so many people it's are so afraid rare. of change. People, I mean, human nature, right. Is mm-hmm. to be in a structured calendar, like of things, repetition, mm-hmm. but mm-mm. Well, it kind of reminds me of like masculine and feminine energies. Do you know much about them? I mean, besides it's a mix for me. (laughs) Well, yeah. I never know which one I am for today. So like masculine is like that structure and that's like what society has pushed us towards. Like that structure, the drive, the go, like, and that's why a lot of people like burn out, especially like in the corporate world. And then the feminine's like the flow and the ease and the creativity. Mm. And I think that you and I can easily tap into our feminine side. And a lot of people can't because of the way that our society is. And so we're seen as like 
what? Like, how do you travel so much? How are you just so free? Like, how do you yeah, live this how life? Do you and just we're not like, care. Right. <laughs> Literally, how do you not care? <laughs> but it's so easy for us. Yeah, it's definitely changed. I feel like if something is stagnant for too long, I need to get on the next thing. Not that it's like that with people and whatnot, but just like life. Like you said, ever growing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You literally changing your room around in the two weeks from when I was at your apartment to now. (laughs) I can't, I can't. Oh my gosh. I know. It's like that when you're a kid, you're in a teen, you're stuck in your place and you tell your parents like, oh, I moved my room. No, I'm like that all, no matter what. I never moved my furniture as a kid. And like, Honestly, I, mine was too heavy. I had that, like my great grandma's <laughs> antique shit. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> oh my God. It's so heavy. I yes. also had like a super heavy TV from my grandparents that had like a whole <laughs> box behind it. You know what I mean? Yes. It was like its own person. Yeah. Like it took my dad and my brother-in-law to carry it up the stairs for me. I mean, he was my brother-in-law at the time, but there you go. <laughs> it all works. <laughs> oh my out. gosh. Um, I feel like we should pull another card. Cause I feel like this is for not only this episode, but like all that's to come. Yeah. So I think we should keep pulling and just see what else speaks to us. What happens mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Let me move my little, oh, like picked. Oh, it's the mushroom notepad. Oh my I'm God. Just- cute. I have a mushroom sticker on my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Constantly. Cute. Pulling. I know, obviously. He's a hippie. He's such a vibe. I know. He's so cute. I really need to get a new phone case though. Um, I need to upgrade my phone because I'm doing a lot of social media, like marketing stuff for work. Mm -hmm. And I have the regular iPhone 13, but I need to get the pro. Yeah. Like the The Tetra the other day. And I know it's not Tetra. It's terabyte. What is oh it? yeah. One terabyte of storage. Yeah. I need to get that. Cause I have like 24,000. <laughs> so I use, I don't use the cloud to back up. I use Google photos. I hate it. The cloud use, is the worst. I use Google photos and I really like it. Really? Yeah. And That's cause that to way too, I just put it in Google photos and then it's not constantly trying to like re-download onto my phone. I feel like with the cloud, like it's constantly taking photos and like re-downloading and like, I don't even know how to access the cloud. Like, I don't know. I like Google yeah. photos. I can search like by the date. cloud doesn't even know what you have. Cause it just deletes half your stuff. If it's exactly. too long without you looking at it, it deletes it. And that's what sucks for me. Cause I have so much work stuff on there. So if I'm that's not dangerous. organizing it, it's just gonna, yeah. Get rid of my photos. That's really dangerous. My personal photos. Yeah. You should look into Google photos. I like, I don't back I'm about up. to pay my friend to organize all my shit. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't have the bandwidth. No, understandable. And We're I just busy. can't because if I look at all of them, I'll sit there. And the next thing I know, I'm like making a montage, <laughs> you know, <laughs> editing. And it's like, Oh God, that's not it. I was going through old photos today because I was making a TikTok that was like, share your memories about like it. It was one of those filters where it like scrolled on your head and then it would land on something. It was like, share a memory from like a time where you were in love, a time when you traveled, a time when you dyed your hair. So, or like a time when you got a tattoo or a piercings. So I was like going through all of my photos today to like find things to go with this filter. And I 
whenever I do that, I get stuck so hard. And then I start sending pictures to people. And like, I was like deep also in my Facebook photos. Cause I needed to like go way back. Scary times in the Facebook photo albums. No, cause some literally. of that stuff is like, you know from your old camera that you had when we're in the 2000s like before phones yeah a legit camera like mm-hmm. people okay luckily in our little what are they called what? clutches oh like, I feel yeah. like we'd go to parties with our little clutch and you'd have your phone but it didn't take good photos so you had like, your little camera I in college never brought a digital camera out no, not in college, more like high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely went out a lot more than I did in high school. Yeah. I was like pretty much a goody-goody in high school. Blowing my cover. I was a goody-goody Sorry. until like junior year. And then it was yeah. all over. And then it was over. I like, like went to a couple of parties. Mm-hmm. But I also like, my family's like pretty free. So like, I didn't, I didn't feel like the need to go to parties. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, there was just nothing else to do in my town. <laughs> Like, <laughs> tip a cow or drink a beer. Oh, <laughs> Indiana. Yeah, I swear, people would do that. We would like take the lining of truck beds out and hook them up to the back of a quad and like ramp them over mud hills next to the pond and stuff. We did crazy stuff. Wait, okay. I have a question. Yeah, though. For parties, if- we would go to a field, turn our headlights on, <laughs> open up tables. I went to and- a forest party once. A forest but- party. A forest- <laughs> But wait, you make it you... sound bougie. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, we're in a field with the cows. And you're like, we went to a forest party. <laughs> we played with the fairies. Uh, no, if you tip a cow, it, I thought it died. I don't know. Is that a so. is that a myth? I feel like I would definitely have you heard about a lot of cow deaths growing yeah. up if that was the case. Because I thought that they like couldn't get up. And so then they just eventually died. They lay down all the time. When it Uh-oh. rains and stuff, right? I don't Unless know. you're like rolling them over, which that's rude. How do you tip a cow? You simply push it? They're, they Sometimes they sleep standing up. Oh. <laughs> tip them These over. These poor cows. I, you I mean, I'm kids. not strong enough to do that, but or like ballsy enough. But like, I can picture I you being the, the one to like drive everyone around. You're like, yeah, go, I go, would go, be go. managing the situation. That's me. That sounds about sure. right. It's the getaway car. Right. Oh my God. Exactly. Everyone get in the car. Your little red car. Oh my like Jeep. A red, yeah. Red Jeep. Jeep. I was going to say truck. Yeah. I miss the But the truck's cool. The yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're definitely cruising now. <laughs> I live in the Southern land. You really are. Except for everyone always looks at me like I'm crazy in this truck. Like they're always like, oh, she can't back it in. Like I can tell people just stop and watch me. Like how long is it going to take for her to park? Yeah, but you got that confidence. We were backing in left and right. Mm -hmm. I, you know, my first car was a Chevy Avalanche. Like I can whip that shit around. And I did. Done it once then. I literally took my driver's test in a pickup truck. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I learned to drive in a truck. My dad took two like foldable chairs, put them one in front of the other and said parallel park. (laughs) Stop. My truck. And I was like, okay. Oh my God. I took driver's ed because I wanted, so does Indiana have a curfew when you get your license for like the first couple of years? I don't think so. They have, no, definitely not. So in New York, at least when I got my license for the first two years. So until you were 18, you couldn't drive past nine or with more than one person in your car. Whoa. Yeah. That's definitely not the case. 
if you were, if you took driver's ed, you, once you turn 17, then you could like live freely Weird. and do whatever. So I took driver's ed. Cause I was like, I don't want restrictions. So yeah. I took what? driver's ed. And so that's how I like learned. But I mean, let's be real. I was like, I'm sure you were too. I was driving stuff before I was 16. <laughs> I literally yeah. got in the driver's ed car and he was like, wow, you're really good at driving. When did you turn 16? And because our birthdays are so late and it started like with school, I was like, yep. oh, last week. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think started teaching. No, like for us, I feel like it doesn't matter because everybody's driving quads and tractors and yeah. lawnmowers and stuff before they even get into middle school. So yeah, that's true. Like we have drive your tractor to school day, 14 year olds <laughs> rolling up on that day. Okay. <laughs> that's so funny. I mean, I had my snowmobile license before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like nice. I was young. Well, you so. were way up there. So you kind of needed to. Yeah. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. Snowmobiles for the driveway, but you guys get way more snow than we did. And we would like go on them for fun. Like after dinner, the fam, we would all get on our snowmobiles and like go for a ride. I love that. I know. We're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but that ended. that ended. That ended. Okay. Pull card. Let's see what's okay. up next. Next card. What you got for us? Elder. <laughs> what? Ooh. I it like says, the way move he beyond looks. ancestral patterns. What ancestral patterns are we breaking right now? I don't know. Let's see what the book says. Let the book tell us what ancestral patterns we're breaking. What's up, elder? <laughs> What's up, homie? He looks intense. I'm not going to lie. I'm into him. Yeah, he looks like he knows some shit for sure. He looks like an elder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, it's a, yeah, move beyond ancestral pattern message, move beyond the limitations that have been set for you by family members, past and present. Know that the energy of your spirit is more powerful than genetics and behavioral patterns. The aboriginal people are the oldest tribal people still living on the planet. That's interesting. Yeah. Like in Australia. Right? Oh, wow. I think that's what aboriginal people, um, their hunter gatherer culture and ancient spirituality are rooted in tradition and balance with the earth. Perfect. Um, so the aboriginal ancestors are offering you not only wisdom that will help you heal and adapt to the ever-changing planet, but mm -hmm. also an understanding of what a spiritual life should be. Oh, okay. Basically what we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, the extended message. The elder is the ancestor who comes with a message of healing change. He is an embodied soul, yet he has had journeys that go beyond the physical. Therefore, he represents a reclamation of power. When he appears, it is an acknowledgement that you have the capacity to move beyond the limitations that have been placed upon you. If you have had expectations of success, failure, sadness, or even sickness placed upon you by your family, it's important to know that you are here to create your own story. This card represents personal healing that will bring healing to your family lineage, past, present, and future. Know that you get to decide what you take on and also know that your ancestors are rooting for you and are sorry for any setbacks they gave you. Setbacks, not setbacks. <laughs> I feel like when you were reading that, I just felt like we're so supported. Yeah, for sure. Like this and is like a just new endeavor. What we were saying. Like what? Um, just like ever-changing how mm. we're dealing with the world and like how to be okay with change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And I feel like this is us like creating our own change. Mm. 
you know, and I said that create your own story. That's perfect. That's exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah. And when it said like earth, you know what I thought about? <laughs> yeah. What? So you're like much more down and dirty than I am in terms of like, okay. So let me just say this. I went to, I went to lunch with a new friend yesterday and it was our first time meeting and she's like super dope. And I was explaining to her cause we were talking about camping. I don't camp. I've tried it and I don't like it. So I don't you glamp. I don't even know if I would glamp anymore. Like it depends. Anymore. (laughs) Anymore. So I described myself to her by saying, I'm earthy, but I'm not woodsy. And I feel like that accurately describes me. I feel like you're a little bit more woodsy than I am. Woodsy though? Yeah. Like, okay. You and I are stranded in a forest in where in the woods. Uh-huh. you're going to be why we survive. Not me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to meditate us out of here. Literally. I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to manifest, manifest a helicopter. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Hey, I'm going to go get the firewood while you work on that. I, I'm going to be like, I'm manifesting a hot shower. <laughs> and oh you're like, God. all right, bitch. Like, like I'm trying to filter some seawater so we can survive. <laughs> Am I wrong? You have to have the dreamer and the realist, you know, that's you true. That's true. But if you pointed me in the right direction and it wasn't like too intense, I would do it. Like, no. Yeah. You're very like self-sufficient. I don't think yeah. you'd be like, oh my God, dirt. Ew. No, yeah. you just, especially if it were life and death, like you would do anything, yeah, but it's different. you have more knowledge of how to survive. Yeah. But I mean, that wasn't like a choice No, <laughs> you know, that's true. just because I grew up kind of on the land a little bit. Yeah. And I, I love that. Parties. I appreciate it Yeah, more so now than I did before. Cause I feel like I was a girly girl at one point, mm-hmm. but now I've kind of gone back into my roots a little bit more now that I've been independent for so long and live in so many different places that have required me to kind of be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind it as much. Okay. Let me ask you this. What's your, your view on yourself being so independent? Um, I think it has its pros and cons just like everything. Yeah. Like, I love it, (laughs) but I think I kind of promised myself that growing up, I was always like, I will never rely on anyone Mm -hmm. or anything like besides myself first and be able to just always take care of myself no matter what. Um, But I think like, it's okay to rely on people and reach out to people and stuff. I just am not as good as that. A good at it as I like to be. Yeah. Um, But it recognizing that I think that first part, even now I don't, I've lived alone for so long. I think I'd have a really hard time adjusting to living with somebody again. Yeah. (laughs) Well, living with something or somebody, it's such an intimate thing. Definitely. It would take, like, I don't even think. Like I want to sleep in the same bed, but I want my own bedroom. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. I saw this couple on TikTok that legit has separate bedrooms and I like, she showed them both and like hers was like pristine and beautiful. And then it goes into his room and it's like <laughs> literally destroyed. Cardboard headboard. <laughs> Seriously. No, didn't even have a headboard. Like <laughs> didn't like had one sheet on the bed, like, and no. they're like 30 or something. Just a mattress pad. <laughs> like that's no, literally like on the ground. And I like was going through the comments and people were like, at first I was confused why you would want to live separately from your husband. And then he showed his room and I understood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I feel like that's going to be me. 
Yeah, it's necessary almost. And they used to do that. Like, I know, definitely don't want to go back to the 50s by any means, mm. but maybe they were onto something about like having a little bit of your own space. Yeah. You know? I mean, also, we're not like privileged enough to do that anymore. I feel like with the housing market for a lot of people, it's like not a thing, especially in the city. You know? Yeah. Oh my God. I was talking to Kel today about like, cause she has to figure out where she wants to move to. Oh yeah. And we were just talking about housing and like, it's so freaking expensive. And I was like, I just don't want to move somewhere that is like, I'm so sick of paying so much in rent. And she was like, okay, mm-hmm. but do you picture yourself living anywhere that isn't expensive to live? And I'm like, no, really no. <laughs> it's picking your poison. You know, it's just yeah. really at this point, you got to decide where you really want to live because either way you're going to be paying a fuck ton. Yeah. I know. Yeah. My dad was like, I'm going to get a bunch of jobs in Panama city in Florida because of this like air force base there. And I was like, cool. So he's like, I might get a property there just cause, and then rent it out the other half of the time. Yeah. 24 hours later, he's like, shit's expensive. <laughs> Never like, mind. Yeah, Florida's one of the most expensive places to live right now. Yeah, dude. Miami is the most expensive place to live and their housing inflation, their housing costs in inflation. Wow. Accounting. Go me. <laughs> Um, Come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> work, I can't talk work, ever. work. Um, the inflation in housing, the cost of the inflation in the house of costs. You can do it, Jenny. The inflation in the cost of housing went up 40%. Yes. Inflation 40? was 40% in housing costs. Thank you. There we go. Ooh. I got it out. You got it out. You did. Yeah. You did the damn but thing. How crazy but that is, is that? crazy. Yeah. And Miami's on my list of one of the places. You would live in Miami? I would. Whoa. So here's my thing about Miami. I'm I, not into it. I did not think I was a Florida gal whatsoever. I was like, no. I love I w- Florida. Do Fort Lauderdale. Miami is like... <sighs> I don't Why know. do you say that about Fort Lauderdale, but not like the Fort Lauderdale is the Ritz. <laughs> I guess my only time I went to Fort Lauderdale was like when I got on a cruise ship in like sixth grade. <laughs> Fair point taken. <laughs> um, when I went to Miami, I did not expect to like it. And I was only supposed to be there for a week and I ended up being there for two weeks. And my thing that I liked about Miami was that you had the beach slow life if you wanted with the convenience of the city. It does remind me of Puerto Rico in that aspect of like San yeah. Juan, where you can just go to the beach right there and then you can go on a rooftop high rise that, that night. Right, exactly. And so that's really intriguing to me because like, obviously I lived in New York pre-pandemic for three years. And so Ugh. I'm used to those conveniences. And like, I I definitely think I've let go of a lot of that over, mm-hmm. you know, the, pan- the life of the pandemic. But when I was in Miami and I was able to like go to places that I recognized and mm-hmm. that I knew and like they had like, really fresh food and like they had great smoothies and like all that stuff yeah it's one of the best fish markets they have a great import of fruit I would think and just like all the orange everything's fresh everything's so good but I just like I never thought I would be a Florida girly and then I went to Miami and I was like shit am I about to be a Florida girly Mm -hmm. I mean I wouldn't be against that I know. I really like, I, I like the idea of being on East coast time because my whole family is, yeah, you know, I feel that. So East I don't know. This is the more, I don't know. I love tra- traveling to the West coast. I like visiting at the West coast. Yeah. Part of me likes, like you said, it's just convenient. 
Yeah. Both of our families are on East coast time. I knew. So I lived in the, in LA for the summer of 2021. And when I was there and even when I was going there, I was like, I know I don't want to stay here. And the whole Mm -hmm. time I was there, like our friends were like, oh my God, it's like, stay, you're going to stay forever. Let me show you this thing. You're going to love it. It's going to want to make you stay. Like it was like constantly, like people were trying to make me stay. And I just like never had a lot of interest in being on the West coast. And then once I was there for, you know, I I don't know, like four months or something, I was like, I feel like I'm in a different country with this time zone. And it was so hard. (laughs) It is almost being like another country though. Yeah. It's what four hours, three, three, even being in Denver. So I was in Denver for the winter, um, like 2021 into 2022. And even being in Denver felt easier because it was just two hours. Right. Just that one hour makes such a big difference. It makes such a big difference. You know what tripped me up though is when I was in Arizona and they <laughs> they don't do time changes. They have so, like their own time zone, I guess. Yes. Dude, okay. Rules. So I stopped in like multiple places in Arizona, but I was, I had a global entry appointment in Tucson. So I was specifically going to Tucson. I was there for a night just for this appointment. Mm. And I, on the website, you're so confused, (laughs) so confused because on the website, it said like 3 PM mountains, 3 PM Denver time. That's it literally said Denver time. Denver time was different from Arizona time because Arizona, since they don't move the clocks was still on Pacific time. So So I got no idea what time it was. No idea. I got their whole hour early. Cause I was like, I have no idea. And they're like, better oh, safe no. than sorry. You're exactly. like, I can't miss. this, like this appointment was like so crazy that I even got it. Like all of the other places that I was looking at, it was like, not for like three to five months out. And Ooh. I got that like two weeks ago. So I was like, I have to be there. So I got their whole hour early and they're like, yeah, that like trips us trips people up all the time. But like, we're like Arizona time, not Denver. What does that time. even mean? Like I, what is Arizona time? I don't know. Yeah. But, what the fuck? There needs to be some parameters there. I know. But did you hear that? They're not going to, they like passed a law to not change the clocks anymore. Do you hear about that? Like time change isn't real anymore. Yeah. I mean, time isn't real period, but yeah. Big facts. <laughs> Literally yesterday, I had a couple two marks at the pool, and I'm like, "Time's not real. Age is not real." <laughs> I sound like a freaking crazy the end of the world person. People are like, "All right, yeah, dude, like, hey, summer is drunk again." <laughs> like, <laughs> have another mark, summer. Did you get that gallon again from that place? No, I got the eight one eight. So good. I know it's like water. It's absolutely dangerous. Yeah, because it has that little like vanilla, like I so good. Taste it. I swear, it's so bad. <laughs> So you mixed eight one eight. You and drink Mars? like tequila. We drink oh, yeah. tequila, tequila, tequila for tequila. so long, and this is just water. I mean, it's yeah. great. It gets you fucked up, but it mm-hmm. tastes like water. No, we drink like disgusting tequila for so long. You and I, honey. But we drink good shit too. Like that's true because we would travel a lot, and we had at least an idea of what it should taste like. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But yeah, there was definitely a lot of nights it would didn't matter what we were drinking. We were just trying to. <laughs> no get on that level you know yeah no absolutely not we've definitely had some many a nights that um which we'll get into in future episodes I'm sure oh absolutely all the <laughs> stories so many stories so many stories um okay I think one more card okay because I love three I lucky love threes yeah yeah 
And while you're shuffling, I'm just going yes. to say what happened before we started the call or our pod before we started recording the podcast. Okay. What happened? What? So, Why did you start with this? No, no, no. You were a part of it. Oh, oh, okay. I'm just like telling everyone else. Oh, I thought something. Cr- okay. No, 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 no. You were, you were literally a part of it. <laughs> you were here summer forever. Yeah. Like I'm, what does somebody say? I'm on vacation. We were like at a restaurant or something. And the guy kept trying to get me an order. And he's like, oh, she's on vacation. And I'm like, yeah. Vacation is a mindset. always in my mind. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Daydream. Okay. So you were saying like, oh, threes, like we three, three, threes. We love it. Mm. We recorded like just to test our audio and we were just like chit chatting for a sec and then pressed end. And then we realized that the recording was one minute and 11 seconds long. One, 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 honey. And what is one, one, one meaning? Do we know? One is like the ultimate angel number, like one repeating ones and you're divinely guided, divinely supported. You're on the right path and just like, keep going. Cause you're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a good, um, Instagram account. I got to look at them up, but they always post angel numbers each day and different like meanings for each one and stuff like that, which is nice. Cause I'll be driving all the time and I'll see like a license plate with yeah. three numbers or when I actually went to get on here for the podcast, I started it at five fifty-five. <gasps> but I wrote that one down too. So fives and threes are big numbers for me. And then in the last month, I've been seeing a lot of twos. Mm. Do you have any like specific signs? I feel like they vary a lot. There's numbers that I sometimes see more often than others, but I feel like that's usually just the sign I'm trying to get at the time. Like I'll just Mm -hmm. see it more often at that time than not. And then it'll change up. My mom's lucky number is seven. 12 is big in my family, like twos and ones, Mm -hmm. anything with like 21 or anything like that. Cause I was born on the 21st. My brother was born on the 21st and then Seth was born on the 11th. Dang. It's like all versions of that kind of, I won't, we wanted to get like a Roman numeral tattoo that has, cause it has 11 and 20. Yeah. Oh my God. That's cute. But are there any other like non-number things? Oh, sign, sign stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of my like grandparents, I feel like they all kind of have their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, I think my, one of my grandpa leave me buttons. I didn't know it was him, but I have this little collection of little tiny buttons and I find them randomly all the time. And at one point I messaged him or mentioned it to my brother and he's like, oh, that's grandpa. Like no question. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's amazing to have, they found like a buried collection of like world war buttons of his or some, something like that. I could be true, but that's so dope. Red cardinals, yellow butterflies. (sighs) I think that's Angie, my aunt. Yeah. Um, but, and then there's obviously deja vu that happens more often than not, but I've gone back and forth. Cause sometimes I'm like, am I warning myself or am I in the right place at the right time? I always think of it as in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I because just don't know if it's, it could go both ways. Have you ever had like a deja vu moment? And then like within the week, something terrible happens. Not necessarily, but sometimes it doesn't go the way I want it to like the deja vu or, but I feel like that's then like, you're being shown that this is how it's supposed to go. You know, like, it's not going to go how you expected it to, but like you, this is what's supposed to happen, you know? 
that. Yeah. So like just trust. That makes sense. Yeah. It's either way. It's trying to show you something. Yeah. And I feel like it's just that like you're in alignment and like, yeah, like this is what you're supposed to do. Like keep going. I mean, that is the way it is regardless. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I see whenever I'm like on the right path and just like, you're doing good, sweetie. I see, (laughs) I see white spiders. Oh, really? Yeah. So the first time I ever saw the white spider was I was in North Carolina during the pandemic. And I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like I was furloughed from the job and like, I wanted to start my own thing. Like I didn't know. And then yeah. I was starting so to so freaking stressful. Oh my God. I felt so, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And then I was in like a rough, rough place, but it was just everything happening at once. Yeah, now. for sure. And then I started like researching meditation, meditation coach certifications two nights in a row. I pulled back my covers in my bed and there was a white spider. And I like, after that, like that first night, I didn't sleep in that bed. I slept on the couch downstairs. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was terrified. You're like, oh, this is a sign. No, no, I didn't know. I didn't know then. I didn't know then. And I then went and washed my sheets and then the next night pulled it back, same exact, like literally like it happened the exact same way again. I was like, what the hell? And so I was telling a friend about it. And she was like, you should just like check and see what like white spiders mean. And it was like yeah. a sign from your spirit guides that you're on the right path. And then like, I, um, I'm pretty sure like the next day, like committed to a certification program and it like stopped showing up worked. Yeah. And then like, like the spider was gone. He's like, I did my job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then I've like seen white spiders like every so often. And I saw a lot when I was in Costa Rica, when I spent, um, like the beginning of 2021 there for a couple months, Mm -hmm. I saw like a ton of white spiders. Cause I was also, that was when I was starting my business. And so like, I would be like two or three times I was in the shower and was like thinking of ideas. And then I would like turn and like see a spider and it was always like a white spider. And then yesterday when I was at lunch with that friend that I was talking about, I, we were like talking about something. And like I said, she's like super dope. So like same mindset as us. And I like look over cause we're sitting outside and there's a white spider crawling up the brick next to me. And that, that was the first time I'd seen it in like a few months. Oh, wow. It's Isn't nice when the sign comes back. Cause sometimes you forget. And then it's like, Oh yeah. I remember that that keeps happening anytime this is kind of going on in my life. I feel like dragonflies um, we're like that for me at one point, definitely mm. butterflies in Puerto Rico, but dragonflies every once in a while, if there is like some change, I feel like it'll fly above my windshield mm. in my car. It's kind of weird. And I but... feel like dragonflies aren't like a normal thing. No, it happened in Kent. I mean, here it's more common, like down in the swamp, the swamp. but <laughs> before this, <laughs> it was definitely awesome. like a kind of sign because like you said, they weren't as common. And I feel like in every place, there's a little bit of a different sign, Mm, but absolutely like fish and stuff. When I was in PR, like being in the ocean, it was just things like that. You were literally Lilo. Yes. I loved it. (laughs) But I (laughs) legit think that you manifested that. I do. I swear. I promise that happened. And like, I don't, cause that was the craziest thing in my life. What? I went there with four days of clothes and just canceled (laughs) my flight home and stayed for three years. It was really crazy. (laughs) That was nuts. But I couldn't pass the opportunity up. I spent no. my whole life watching Lilo and Stitch and 51st Dates mm-hmm. <laughs> like every night. And I feel like you would dabble in Little Mermaid. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Anything with ocean, more like aquamarine. Yeah. That was oh, my vibe. yeah. I was picturing mermaids, but it was definitely aquamarine. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think about like your room when we lived in the beach house. 
the beach you beach named house. the beach house <laughs> <laughs> so summer and I the lived together babe. we lived together there was what five or six of us in the house oh my god One, the two, craziest three, year of college four, five, six. Like. there was six of us yeah. In this tiny, tiny house, tiny ass house, two people in the basement, one person on the middle floor, three people upstairs. Yes. We were so, the angels. <laughs> we were the angels we were. Cause we were upstairs. Um, <laughs> but so summer had literally a closet of a room. <laughs> oh, it was a shoebox. I mean, that was being generous. Yeah. <laughs> it fit. My bed was like to the wall to wall. Yeah. Your bed literally had I didn't to be care. like on a diagonal to fit. <laughs> yep. It was so bad. There was a TV up on the wall and yeah. then my bed fit the width and length of the room. Yeah. And then me and McKenna had like big ass rooms upstairs. Like you yeah, had- it was just built weird, <laughs> but I was a grade younger. Mm-hmm. I was probably still supposed to be, no, it was an annex. That was the thing. Yeah. Usually you would live in the actual sorority house before you would live in an annex. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I get to live with the girls and be in yeah. an annex and party. Like I'm doing it. Right. Like we hosted all the pregames, all the parties, like they were all at our house. Cause we, we threw also... our own day party once when they canceled it. Oh my threw it God. At our house. I forgot about that. Yeah. And we had dream house next to us and we yeah. had the pike house next to us. Yeah. So it was just a row. And we all shared a parking lot in the back that was all connected. So we yeah. could just one yeah. big party. It was like a block party, but like, mm-hmm. it was just like three in your houses. back driveway. <laughs> I don't know. But I was just going to say that, like, you would walk in your room and feel like you were on the ocean because it was so beachy and like all of your, your artwork, like everything was so beachy. Like you were always such a beach girl. You always watch Leland stitch, like aquamarine, all those things. And then like, no doubt you were on the beach. Like, no, yep. obviously that's where you ended up. It had to happen. I yeah. had to take the chance. I'm glad that you did though. Cause I got Me to too. visit yeah. and we slept I for mean- 17 hours. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> another literally day. shows up and we're like, nap. <laughs> That is us. Every time we hang out, we first see each other. We're like, okay, we have to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Reset. Exactly. Okay. Pull our final card. Um, two actually fell out while <gasps> I was yeah. shuffling. I love so I figured well. that was perfect. The first one that fell out was the fell out. <laughs> I was just gonna let it go. <laughs> <sighs> no, my grammar is complete shit. That's why I brought my one crystal. It's an aqua obs- aqua obsidian. It's supposed to help with communication. And like getting your words out better, what you're trying to explain yourself better. And I'm like, I need that. <laughs> Lord I love knows. that. And just the aqua in general. Yeah. It's very it's like yeah. A vibe. Blue vibes. Mm-hmm. Shield maiden. She looks like a Viking, which is Ooh. super dope. I love Vikings because they let women in battle. Like they were one of the first. Oh, hell yeah. Them. So that's feisty great. motherfuckers. Hell yeah. We run this shit. And it says make plans and focus. We are focused, honey. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little upset that she has blonde hair and not brown hair like us, but (laughs) do you ever wonder like like, if you listen to a podcast before you like see what the people look like and you like imagine them in their head and then they like say something about having a certain color hair and you're like, I would have never Mm -hmm. expected that. Like, I wonder Oh, that happens to me all the time. I never know what someone's going to actually look like. And same thing with books. Like whenever I read mm-hmm. books that other people have read and I talk to them about it, mm-hmm. they have a completely different idea in their mind than I thought this person will look like or does look like. I have to look back in the book and I'm like, what? So you <laughs> you kind of picture them their own way. They tell you in the beginning, but then you yeah. have your own idea. You just like so. create a whole, totally different identity for them. Okay, message. Have a plan or strategy in place before moving forward. 
Mm-hmm. The shield maiden is the female knight in shining armor. In Viking traditions, women were seen as equal to men. Let's go. Um, and so joined them on their raids and fought with them on the battlefield. <laughs> Literally what you Historian just said. Semi- <laughs> <laughs> in this deck, the shield maiden brings a fiercely feminine energy. <gasps> I know. Dead. The power to be a warrior while retaining feminine sensitivity. Wait, no, because this is literally <laughs> what we were talking about. <laughs> it's the like third time that's happened. Okay. But yeah, that's absolutely what we're saying. Yes. You can be independent and strong and still be feminine. Okay. Hell yeah. She is ready to put her plan into action. She's ready to go into battle. Her mm. medicine helps us move beyond any unsettled feelings when our plans start to take shape and follow through with our strategies in order to be where we want to be. Shield maidens work together in times gone by to create shield walls of protection. So she also shows us how to work with others in order to bring our plans to fruition. Okay. This is literally, I am, I'm hearing podcast, podcast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like for sure. It's just everything we've been saying, everything we've been feeling, kind of putting all that energy we've been putting out. That's exactly. Yeah. I don't know. And I also think it's like a reminder of like, okay, this is so fun and like love that we get to do this together, but like also focus. like have a little direction yeah like come on girls like maybe you don't wing every episode but yeah (laughs) this one's no I feel that we just needed to kind of have a launch pad you know totally we needed to also just like obviously you and I are very close but we we've never just like recorded our well that's not true I was gonna say we've never recorded ourselves talking that's not true but This is a little bit of a different setting, like us before the podcast. We're not in the rainforest. We're like, how do we start? Yeah, not in the rainforest. Driving or sitting on my patio. Yeah, battling exactly. So, (laughs) no, it was a hornet. It wasn't a mosquito. It It was like a big ass hornet. (laughs) Bombshell's getting better at that. The other day, she came out and just like whapped it and and did not come back. (gasps) I was like, yes, I. She's my little guard cat. Okay. Extended message for Ms. Shield Maiden. She says, taking some time to assess what your next steps will be. All great warriors have a plan. Yeah. And I think that it's just like, again, the reminder of like, okay, like create plans, which we've talked about. It says says we're sensitive. And if you're not prepared for the tasks you are taking on, you could end up feeling exposed and helpless. We're sensi. The ancestor guidance that is coming to you now is a reminder that you have a warrior's heart and that you have it within you to be more prepared and focused than you have been recently. So have a strategy in place and then let your guides support you as you move forward. Can we talk about I mean, how this was perfect. pulled after the elder card? Talking about ancestors. Yes. Right. So aligned. Okay. What was the other one that came out? Um, it was direction guardian. Choose what? your path. Okay. So the the theme of the cards today were create change you're supported by your ancestors your elders and to stay focused be present and create strategy i mean this literally laid it out and that's i got a chill <laughs> um but that's kind of how it is when you pull cards like that it goes mm-hmm. with like past present future and just kind of takes you through that um which is perfect it's saying look at your gifts you have support for it, make a plan and choose what that path is going to be. Yes. And we are choosing that. We are very straightforward girlies. I mean, we're going for it. We are like, going for it because we don't give a fuck. No, we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Message. 
connect with your deepest desires, then choose the path that will make your heart and soul sing. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) The direction guardian card represents the angels of direction. These amazing angels are the ones who come to us when we are at a crossroads and don't know which way to go. When we are unsure of what is right for us or of the bigger, what? Right for us or of the bigger picture. It's like a tongue twister. (laughs) They can help us know what is best for all involved. Um, The direction guardian refers to the vision of the Hebrew prophet Ezekiel, who is said to have seen an angel with four different faces. One was a child, one was a bull, one was a lion, and one was an eagle. These four faces show that angels can appear in many guises and guide us in many different directions, but always for our highest good. That's kind of cool because we were mm-hmm. just talking about like little subliminal messages and like what animals Signs. come to us and show us our path and what yeah. to look out for. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the eclipse was just in Taurus and that's the bull, but I could also be wrong for some reason. I think it's Taurus or Pisces. Oh, that's probably also why we're so connected. I love Tauruses. I don't get along with Tauruses usually. (laughs) Well, that makes sense. Even though I am. (laughs) Well, that makes sense. Cause like your rising is like what you, it's like your true self, right? Yeah. Cause one's what you show to someone, what you think you, you are to yourself. And then what is like, actually, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. know. (laughs) I like, know, but I don't (laughs) know. know? (laughs) I know we just wing it. And also, I don't remember which. Oh, I think it was the the warrior princess or whatever. She oh, yeah, the shield maiden. Shield maiden. <laughs> I like warrior <laughs> princess. <laughs> Same thing. Um. Also talking about like protection. They were talking about protection in that one, and you and I are both like very protective. Like, oh yes. I think that's another thing that goes along with why we're able to chill so much around each other because you and I like when we're separate are like the moms of the group, like taking care of everyone. But when mm-hmm. we're together, like we both relax. Cause we both know that we have each other's backs and yeah, we don't have we're to not be like needy. on it. Right. Right. <laughs> we're both the opposite of needy. Like when it comes to that situation with friends and stuff, yeah. so we can just chill. No, exactly. Easier. There is an extended message. Oh, it says <laughs> what? your path isn't set in stone and your angels and guides have no expectations for you. Hey, that's great. Zero expectations is the best place to start for anything. I like preach that. I think if you don't have expectations, then you're not going to get disappointed. No, I feel that. But there's like, I've definitely done like work in the last year around the difference between having hope and having expectation. Mm. And so I think Fine. like we can have hope that this is going to be successful and we're going to, you know, continue to love doing it and continue to doing it together. But having, I was, I never created expectations either because I was afraid of disappointment, but mm. like disappointment and things like that in life are to be felt so that you can either turn directions or do something greater or whatever. So I think like setting an expectation is good, but not grasping onto it is where people like go wrong, but like having hope that you're going to reach that expectation, but not being like tied to it. Yeah. Not obsessing. And like that, that's the only way that it can go. Cause nothing is ever going to go exactly how you imagine it. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I think we just like remain centered and focused yeah. and present. With saying each that, other. there are many directions you can take. None of them are wrong. 
as they all hold perfect opportunities to grow and to learn. And yeah. And saying just, it changes you to where you need to be going. Exactly. And regardless. just like you and I are always taking steps to be in our highest path. So I'm never worried that like, this is, yeah, we're trying to raise spray. vibrations always, always honey vibration razors <laughs> vibration razor I don't like it it reminds me of like a shaving razor we can come oh. up with a cuter name <laughs> vibration razor vibration razor yeah it sounds like a cult yeah Vib- vibration whatever I don't know <laughs> we raise vibrations to everyone around us yeah <laughs> doing what we can for our humanity okay well this was fun first episode I think this was a good little you know test drive I agree and like a good little view into what's to come I feel like we like who we are what we're about where we come from yeah and more more stories more details more magic more manifestations more spiritual talk to come more 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 more, like Oprah you get a reading you get a (laughs) you get meditation whatever literally you get get unsolicited opinions like yeah oh I love that you know we never shy away from giving our opinions yeah so like what's to come for our podcast we obviously everything that we covered travel yeah I think just talking about like data things maybe like our growth and seeing if other people can kind of relate to what we feel and say and are going Mm -hmm. through yeah I mean that's what life is right yeah I love the way that sounds perfect okay (laughs) perfect 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 perfect. (laughs) okay well love you I'm excited for whatever's to come I know me too and we will catch you in the next episode ciao 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 for now (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.